0: Welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, why don't we go ahead and get quick and dirty grimy. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. yeah. We're going to be answering a listener-submitted question this week and seeing if we can help. Help. do do what we do. <laughs> Whatever it is that we do. help, question mark? Is that what we do? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But Make it worse, question mark? (laughs) Probably do nothing, period. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Flora, how's your week going? It's
1: good. It's good. I was just Mm -hmm. telling you, I was just reading a spooky book. Um, Yeah. Like, okay, I was like reading this book and these people are trapped in a cave and it's very spooky. No. And one of the people like drank some water that they found in the cave. Mm Mm-mm. And then my like, belly started rumbling. I'm like, man, my belly hurts. And then I'm reading this book and this girl's like belly gets super bloated because she drank this awful water and then she dies and gurgles up all this blood. And I'm like, whoa. Now my belly really hurts <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to die. So <laughs> if like, I suddenly go silent, it's because I drank tap water and it died. Because right now I'm drinking this Earth's
0: uh, liquid. I don't know what else to call I don't it. know what to think about that. That's the most ominous thing you could have said. <laughs> some earth liquid? I'm drinking some earth liquid right now. That's what aliens call water. <laughs> Take a fucking Martian sip, babe. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, So, yeah, other than me dying, <clears throat> uh, everything's great. Okay, what well, i keep you? an ear out for some, like, gurgling. hmm uh, my week's been good. Today I tried to move something, and I was getting really annoyed because it wasn't moving, and so I decided to move it by kicking it, and instead I just, like, rammed it into my shin lengthwise, mm. and so I have, like, a really dumb wound that kind of runs the length of my shin from where I Ugh. kicked my leg full force into some splintered wood.
1: Do you ever get, like, that pain in your shin, like, after you've, like, bumped it or something? There's no bruise or anything, but, mm. like, you just, like, feel your shin, and you're just, like, Ow! Yes, always. You can, like, bruise your bone without it, like, leaving a mark. It hurts so bad. Shin pain's the worst. I
0: can't even imagine how you feel right now. I feel very bad. But speaking of shin pain, I think I've told this on the air before, but there was uh, one of your birthdays several years ago when you and I were at our internship together, and I was late because (gasps) I was trying to get to my car, and I was walking down these, like, six wooden steps to my vehicle in the rain I slipped and I fell horrifically and I like cracked my leg on one of the wooden steps and I swear I broke my goddamn leg like I know I broke my shin and um I just laid there in the driveway getting rained on for like five to ten minutes and then I got up and was like oh I gotta go and so I got in and I was wearing like tights and they were like ripped and all soaked Mm -hmm, and like my mm -hmm. all my makeup was like running and Mm -hmm, it's a whole thing and i was limping out to my car and then i get there and what do you say like first thing i walk in you're like where the fuck have you been yep 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 i was like i I only broke my leg for you Um, to be fair i was like so anywho
1: like gone with the wind at that point
0: you know (laughs) what though even if you weren't you would have said the exact same thing
1: (laughs) true all i remember from that is that our boss like we were so drunk I was so drunk. And at one point, like, um, our boss from the internship was, like, training us. Yes. Like, you would an animal. And for some reason, like, we had raffle tickets. I don't know
0: if there was a raffle. Uh Uh-huh.
1: But I just remember my boss, like, was clicker training me. And we were basically playing League of Version of the training game. And anyway, I ate a raffle ticket.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you did. And then you threw up the raffle ticket. And they threw (laughs) up the raffle ticket over the balcony. You know. You did that lickety-split, though. (laughs) <laughs> you know what are we qualified to give advice i feel I like know. maybe not at this point i don't know or maybe so maybe someone's like finally finally <laughs> i some found the person some people i can relate to
1: you know you mm-hmm. see that's what they always say is like representation matters right
0: and like that's where i always say where
1: are the dumb where are the du- where's the dumb representation where are the dumb idiots
0: that talk too
1: much like oh, they, they need are. to be they need a platform too well here uh-huh. here it is this is our platform here we we are. elbowed our way into your lives.
0: <laughs> All right, incredible. Uh, on that note, let's go ahead and get to our question. Okay, cool. Uh, this one's a little bit saucy, and because of the nature of the question, the listener has asked to remain anonymous. So Ooh. just, I guess, let your imagination run wild on okay, who this could okay, possibly okay, be. Okay, it's you. They asked. <laughs> 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 well, damn! We didn't even didn't even have to gather any clues. Case solved. Uh okay. They asked, "Can you guys talk about work relationships?" They said that they're dating someone at work and whenever they're together, people look at them and do that horrible thing where they're like, "Hey, guys." Oh. And then they like wink and smile and are all weird about it. This person says when we are this happens when we're literally talking about, for example, how one of our pigs just threw up. So sh- they said, "How do you handle that and get people to take you seriously?" And also, stop asking inappropriate questions about your relationship. Oh wow! Yeah, I feel it sounds bad like work for with a person. bunch of, I know we're with a bunch of dimbos, dude. Yeah, what is their problem? I think like first
1: and foremost, and I've run into this before, is like inappropriate stuff. Like we're inappropriate on here, but I would not play this at work, right? Like there's uh-huh. a line drawn when you're at your job. But I mm-hmm. think like in our industry, when you're getting into these. Uh, more, like, manual labor stuff, like, when you're thinking about, like, maintenance and construction and, like, all this stuff, there's always this tendency to, like, not have, like, that office etiquette, Mm
0: -hmm. and we,
1: like, run into it a lot, and I see, like, Mm -hmm. that as a huge issue, not even just relationships and stuff like that, but, like, I'm not in a relationship with anybody at work, but people would ask me about, like, my sex life and stuff like that, like, during lunch in front of, like, (laughs) interns and volunteers and bosses and stuff, so. Yeah. Um. I think that's not something that's like rare. I think that's pretty common. So that's yeah. a good question.
0: I agree. I think you nailed it. Like the unorthodox nature of our jobs kind of lends way to a different type of work etiquette or lack thereof. Um so I don't know. Like I said, it sounds like you you work with some creepos, but um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, step seriously, one, everyone sounds like they suck. Yeah. Step, step 2. two
1: maybe tell them that they suck
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's probably pretty good advice uh i mean i i can't say for sure that you guys aren't doing like anything like weird it sounds like you're not it sounds like you're just like what i think we can for, for sure say they're not doing anything weird
1: our listeners are professionals and they would never do anything weird
0: well no i'm not saying like illicit i'm just saying you know i don't know if you guys like Eat off the same fork during lunch. Or something. <laughs> oh my god! I can
1: guarantee that this person is not because
0: <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind, and I was like, "Oh man, I have gotta just go for it." <laughs> I
1: think their point is that they like don't canoodle, so like, right, why right, is it still right, being right, brought right, right. up? Not that they're right. like, well, I mean, during when I clock out, I fucking make out with my significant other like all no, through lunch. No, no. Like, why do people no, no. bring it up? Let's assume no. they don't do anything because I think right I think they don't do anything.
0: I guess by weird, I was. Going more along the lines of, like, maybe you guys carpool. (laughs) And that's not weird at all. (laughs) We carpooled! We carpooled! Yeah, we did. Does that mean someone's
1: gonna come and be like, hey, y'all fucked last night? (laughs) No, we just live in the same place. (laughs) Uh, Maybe.
0: Did you guys watch
1: Numbers on Netflix?
0: (laughs) I would never. I'm too busy getting rowdy with my BFF. (laughs) (laughs) I would never. Anywho, anywho. Yeah, so, like let's just start over they're okay. not doing anything weird okay, right cool. yeah they're but not- i think like i still think people get weird about things like regardless of the setting because like i know that um two people that i work with are well lots of people i work with but like specifically there's like um a division between like the levels that they're at so to speak like you know oh like, manage like versus like yeah. otherwise yeah gotcha. so like that is a relationship that everyone is like publicly aware of but at the same time people are like still strange about it and it becomes like a a really strange thing and it's like it doesn't have to be you know like mm-hmm. it's not like they do anything strange like they have like a completely professional relationship at work and they're not like doing anything weird you know up in your face outside of work like it's just whatever. But I still think there's that like weirdness that people just fixate on. And I think honestly, it comes down to a lack of imagination and a lack of hobbies. I think people just like get obsessed (laughs) about really strange things because they don't have anything better going on in their lives. Well,
1: and we're in an industry of socially awkward people who prefer working with animals. And so when they're approaching someone and they're trying to maybe like say hello, Mm -hmm. or they're trying to come up with like a conversation starter, they're going to attach to the one thing they know, which is that they think that you guys are fucking. So they're just going to bring that up every time, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, You know what, though? I have a quick little uh way to tell if the person you're working with is probably, like, a big old creepo and is going to be weird about this kind of thing. Okay. Uh, If they can talk candidly in a professional setting about, like, sexual things that their animals are doing mm. and, like, not be weird and, like, laugh about it. Then they're probably not going to, like, be weird about you and your relationship with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone is like, uh, oh, I saw uh, one of our, like, monkeys was, like, vigorously masturbating and just decided to, like, ejaculate all over the face of another monkey. And they can, like, say that and not be weird about it then they're probably not going to be a big creepo about you. Hey, but Mar- if on the hey, other hand... <laughs> uh
1: hard stop, though. Does that happen with your monkeys? Does that happen? Because that is horrific.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to say it hasn't
1: happened. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That's why I no, work with birds, um, dude. Jesus Christ.
0: They just ejaculate into the universe. Oh, my God. God help whoever's in the way. Um, but no, I mean, I think at the same time, they're like, oh, this, like... This monkey was like touching himself, and, like oh, he kind of just like exploded on this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's no, when you're I just like, d- no, that person is a creep. They can't <laughs> handle anything. <laughs> they I obviously d- have the maturity level of like yes. a nine year old. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say that that means that they're like a pedophile. I don't know if that's no, 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 to, like, creep. No, but I just no, no. <laughs> again goes back to like the social awkwardness and like some people are like maybe newer to the industry specifically and aren't used to talking about like. Vaginal swelling and like yeah. secretions and nipple swelling and masturbation and yeah, all that stuff. Or what is it? Prolapsed auto- anus stimulation. <laughs> what do you call it? What? Do you like write down masturbation or do you say like auto- I do. Oh you do? I okay. do. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And yes, and I think it's it makes people uncomfortable, so they make jokes about stuff and then it becomes like more inappropriate too. And there's yes. like, a good time and place for everything, like Obviously, we joke about how disgusting all the animals you work with are
0: <laughs> all the time. Yep, absolutely. But, like, if I was
1: at your job in front of your boss, I wouldn't be like, hey, look, look at your, like, dude wanking it. Like, it's just not the <laughs> place. So going back to the question, I still – this is still not something that, like, you need to tolerate or, like, oh, it's part of the industry. Like, that's bullshit. Like,
0: boys oh, will totally. be boys.
1: Like, coworkers will be coworkers. Like, no, it's none of their business what you're doing. Whether or not you are or are not in a relationship um, – So I think it is entirely inappropriate, and I think it's going to be hard to get it to stop without literally, like, approaching them, right? Like, one-on-one and, like, bringing it up. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to address it head-on. I think doing your
1: best – I mean, in terms of, like, animals, uh, like, ignoring the behavior (laughs) and not rewarding it, right? So not making Uh any kind of comments in return. You've probably already tried this stuff, but – trying to give them, like, an LRS, <laughs> and so they yeah. stop. Um, but otherwise, I think, like, having to bring it up, and if it's something you're not comfortable doing, um, talking to your boss, because if they're bringing up any kind of anything sexual that's making you feel uncomfortable, that's harassment. Yeah, whether regardless or not, of
0: the context. Yes,
1: whether or not they are meaning it to be that way, but that is inappropriate workplace conduct, like, period. Um, yeah. And just because you're a zookeeper and you're, like, in a weird industry and just because you're dating a coworker, like, is like, just even picture that, like, in an office setting. If someone came up to you and you're, like, at the copy machine with somebody and they're just like, hey, you two fuck last night or, like, something, like, it's so wildly inappropriate. Like, obviously wildly inappropriate, but because we're in, like, a different, like, maybe less professional, I'm doing air quotes, industry, it seems, like, more normal. I feel mm-hmm. like I just blabbed a lot. I don't know what my point was, but
0: no, yeah, I think you got it. <laughs> okay, and yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think it just comes down to that. It's just not like you don't have to tolerate it whatsoever. It's not no. just something you have to get along with or like you just have to kind of let brush off your back. Like it's, it is inappropriate. It is against like workplace policy. And if it is something that's bothering you, then you are well within your rights to like you said like talk to your supervisor, talk to HR, or address, yeah. like, address that person head on and be like, hey, that's really inappropriate, Like, please don't talk about that. Yeah. And what are they going to be like, no, I'm going to. Like, no. Right. You could just be like, <laughs> you know, hey,
1: cool it. Like That actually makes me feel like uncomfortable, like we're trying yeah. to keep it professional.
0: Yeah, totally. And like,
1: just say it in a chill way, and then if it escalates further, then that's what it is. But if there's something that's like a reoccurring issue, make sure you're writing down dates and times of these things. If this is like severe enough, yeah, totally. that it's – really affecting you and making you, like, not feel safe or not feel comfortable in your workplace. Like, make sure you're writing down and documenting these things. Um, But hopefully, like, a quick just, like, hey, like, next time they do it, like, hey, that's not funny. Like, we're trying to stay professional sort of thing. We'll kind of, like, click in their head and be like, oh, yeah, that wasn't appropriate. Because sometimes people get away with, like, like I said, it's this industry. You're talking about, like vaginal swelling, and you're talking about, like, females and males, like, giving oral to each other fucking weird orangutan shit, and so, like, when you sit down at lunch and you're talking about that stuff, like, sometimes it gets away, like, you know, the conversation just gets away from you, and maybe that's where these people have been able to have these conversations and jokes with other people in the past and kind of gotten away with it, and Mm -hmm. now I think if you even just said, like, hey, I'm not really like comfortable with that or like that's not really professional or hey we're just doing business um then hopefully that would like click in their brain like oh shit yeah that's not inappropriate or not appropriate yeah hopefully (laughs) god i hate this i hate this stuff because it's like i said i just don't i mean obviously harassment and all that stuff like don't get me wrong harassment sexual harassment all that stuff happens in the workplace like in the office workplace all the time like yes yep i'm sure it does um but i just feel like it's more like acknowledged and like taken seriously whereas like in our industry i've seen it so blatantly like oh whatever and like you all the time in movies and shit like i don't know how real it is but construction workers are always like fucking around and, like wolf whistling and talking about what girl they slept with last night and like all that stuff <laughs> like what the fuck that is like yeah not appropriate
0: yeah no, not appropriate we're adults and- what the fuck I think at the same time, like, um, like just because these people are talking about it in this way does not inherently mean, like we said earlier, they're not like a pedophile. <laughs> they're just like, you know, it may just, just be an in- innocent awkward. mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they might just be socially awkward or they might not even realize or it might be an in- innocent mistake or it might not be. And so, like, you bringing it to their attention, I think it's going to be the only way that you're going to actually get it to yeah. someone. I don't think it's just going to stop on its own. And I'm hoping, um, like,
1: that this is, like – an isolated incident with, like, one or a couple people. I'm hoping this isn't, like, everybody on your team or everybody on both your teams or anything like that because then yeah, it's, like, it's messed a up. super, like, prevalent thing. That's very weird. Um, Man. Yeah, that sucks.
0: Well, and I touched on it in the beginning, and, like, this listener is obviously not doing this, but I think that there is – Like, a certain bit – or, like, occasionally during, like, work relationships, there is that, like, temptation, right? To, like, do something – I'm not saying, like, illicit, but, like, do something that you would not normally do at work, but you would do, like, outside of work, whether that Mm. be something extremely innocent or something very explicit or, like, whatever it may be. Um, And I just, like – I just want to urge you guys – to not do that, just because remember you're surrounded by urine and feces all day, <laughs> and like well, Ew. it might be cool oh if you like, you know, I thought I don't you were know. talking
1: about like holding hands or something, and now you're talking about body fluids, and I don't think you're well, talking no, no, about holding hands anymore.
0: No. Well, no, I mean anything along those lines. Like, I think, I think for the most part that sort of thing doesn't happen that often, at least as far as I'm aware, but. If you ever like get that like crazy urge, just like remember that it's not a good time. It's not a good place. No, you're so like, children
1: also. So you just instantly exactly. be it. Just kind like
0: sexual keep prejudice. it. Keep it to yourself for a few hours and you get home, and you can do whatever the hell you're going to do. But just like don't even give your coworkers any reason to. I'm not saying that this listener has been doing that, but even still, like you said, like you know, holding hands at work is not necessarily workplace appropriate because I wouldn't do that with anyone else at work. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, anything <laughs> like that. Like, just make sure that you're maintaining professional boundaries at work and outside of work, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Um, but again, like, you don't want to give them any reason to be shittier than they already are. So just try your best to, like, maintain that professionalism. And it sounds like you are. Um, just kind of advice for any saucy couples going forward i guess i don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> i remember one time i think it was when we worked together like uh, i was on tinder and this person was like hey like let's hook up on your lunch break and i was like boy you don't know what i look like on my lunch break like you have <laughs> do you have any idea i'm covered in poop and sweat like i am <laughs> do you have any idea what i smell like <laughs> and i only it's have an hour bad. and i'm like
0: big hungry so like please
1: uh-huh.
0: go away <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go get my Subway and just, like, bitch to my friend in the break room, so. Yes! <laughs> I can't have anything taken at yes. that time. Yes! Uh, I mean, I think beyond, like, like, beyond romantic relationships, too, though, I think this could extend very easily into, like, other relationships you have as well, like, friendships and stuff. Yeah! I know, since you and I work together and, like, we're really close in all the jobs that we've had together, that's been a... A source of contention and like a you know like a topic of conversation and stuff for other coworkers. Oh yeah, all that kind of stuff, and that can easily get out of hand, you know, just as much. So I think regardless uh, of the scenario, you're just some girls,
1: and that's your clique it's my click what it's my friend and we like yeah. both work at different jobs but we carpool like what what about that makes it a click oh the sexism that's right i forgot it was the. Oh, sexism. okay wonderful it was wonderful, the sexism wonderful. that did that okay cool
0: okay uh just <laughs> yeah no that's exactly like at our last place that we worked together that was the exact conversation and a- accusation that was brought up like i don't know like 50 goddamn times <laughs> like anytime um,
1: i turned around they were just like click
0: yeah, well, I remember there what? was one day because you're absolutely right. We worked in entirely different sections and entirely different areas of the zoo. I saw
1: you at lunch, and that was yeah, it. And yeah, we, we and drove then driving together. home.
0: Yes. <laughs> that was it. Um, and it just became like such an issue. I remember this one time we were all in the kitchen doing our diets, and um. Like you were asking everyone in the kitchen if they had like an extra orange or something, and I was like, "Oh, I do." and so I handed it to you, and my supervisor pulled me aside later, and she's like, "You guys need to stop being so clicky." <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, Wow, okay. <laughs> what? Um I menace. should have taken that orange and just like smashed it into your face and walked out. not to mention the fact
1: that we were like, "I don't know. this is like a really small zoo. There's like eight of us, and like we hung out with like six of the eight people, like yep. all the time.
0: yeah. That was it. That was all we had. So, But then at
1: work, everyone was like, um, there's like an obvious click.
0: No, yeah. actually,
1: like, you're a mean person and you yelled at me that one time. So I don't invite you to dinner. Does that mean
0: I have a click now? I don't know. Right. I don't want to hang out with you because you make me feel very bad about myself. <laughs> right? I want to hang out with her. She makes me feel good about myself. yell at me all the time. Well, I remember too that there was like one day after one of my animals had died, like horrifically, and I was feeling like really... Bummed. I was feeling very bad about life in general, and you like helped me. I don't know, like move hay bales or something. Yeah. And then it was just like, you're not allowed to help her. You guys are being clicky. You have yeah. to work your own section. And I was like, yep. excuse me, what? Yep. It was crazy. Um. So, anywho, I think it like it extends to all types of relationships, and I think um people are gonna be shitty because they don't have anything else to talk about like i said and they like don't have any hobbies and they're socially awkward so yeah take it with a grain of salt if it's really something that's um bothering you or something that you like don't want to put up with then you don't have to um you can say something to them or you can explore the other avenues that we mentioned but don't feel like you have to that's dumb and there's no reason for that and it just lends to like a toxic workplace yeah And you can, like, feel free to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they don't
1: realize that what they're saying is inappropriate if you want to give them, like, a chance. But if this has been happening so much that you're asking us, then I'm assuming they're doing this, like, get a rise out of you or they think it's funny. I mean, it's, like, bullying, basically. Um, Yeah. Or maybe
0: that's the only way they know how to, like, talk to people. Communicate.
1: Yeah. Every time they see somebody, they're just like, hey – hey, you guys, uh, hey, you guys, uh, it's like, what? I'm a stranger. I'm at Dairy Queen. I don't even know this person behind me in line. Why are you talking to us?
0: Oh, my God. It reminds me of that scene from Bridesmaids where she goes to that, like, bridal shower and that woman's like, oh, is this your date? And it was, like, this ancient old man (laughs) behind her. And she's like, no, I'm not with him. (laughs) Oh, my God. Incredible. Like the funniest shit. It's Um, exactly like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's dumb. People are dumb. Just don't put up with it don't put up with it no but also don't do anything strange at work (laughs)
1: cover your faces yes don't do anything
0: strange document
1: everything don't
0: let it bring you down yeah totally and like if it's probably gonna create a weird atmosphere because if they're weird enough to say weird shit to you and you're ballsy and like badass enough to like call them out for it yeah they're probably gonna be weird about it so just accept that and if they have a problem with it, they have a problem with it. It's yeah. That's not a problem.
1: Like, there's someone – oh, my God. Yeah, there's – I've had people, and it's like, honestly, I would rather you just never speak to me again than, like, try these, like, weird half-assed things that you say to me that just piss me off every time, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, man. Again, this is professional. You guys don't have to be friends. You don't have to be Oh, yeah. Lovers. Oh, hell. <laughs> <You> don't, <laughs> don't have to be lovers. Um, you don't have to be anything. You yes. just have to be able to work well together, and once you leave work, then you can start throwing pitchforks and like fire at one another like put
1: their picture in that burn book man (laughs) she's a fugly slut
0: no don't do that that's bully don't do that
1: (laughs) what you can write in a burn book you just can't show anybody the burn book right you can write down your feelings
0: i mean you yeah if it's a journal yeah (laughs) you want to call your journal a burn book (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying oh my gosh um yeah i mean yeah i guess it never gets you through the day yeah you guys yeah 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 (laughs) Take um, up some healthy hobbies, though, too. Don't just, like, gossip about people's lives, because that's boring, and it's weird, and it reflects poorly on you. Oh, yeah. And there are so many other things that you can do in your life than just talk about all the strange people think, that you work with and what they may or may not be doing with their genitals.
1: And I think we brought this up before, too, is, like, like we found ourselves, like, complaining about the same people over and over, and, like, it was just killing us. Like yeah, you, it you're, was. You're experiencing it at work, and then you go home, and you're just like, fuck, and it just, like, eats you up inside. Like, th- th- at some point, you have to just, like, it sucks, but you just gotta let it go and just be like, okay, that person literally sucks. Every day of their life is the worst day of, like, of existence. But that's them. They're a toxic, dumb bitch, and I'm just gonna do my own thing. And they can say that weird shit to my face, and I'll smile and wink, and then I'm gonna just, like, force it out of my brain forever and pretend like that never happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go on and glowing and being perfect. You're gonna be better for it. But yeah, yeah I think totally. This
1: is, um... This is, like, a really interesting topic. I would be interested if other people, I mean, I'm sure they've had other experiences, too, and they probably don't want to, like, also publicly talk about it, but if anybody has another instance where maybe they successfully were able to get someone to leave them alone, um, Mm -hmm. if you guys want to email us, we could share it anonymously, and we can all um... rally in support for each other. Totally.
0: Hooray. Hooray. Okay, cool. Uh yeah I um I met my partner at the movie theater we worked at together, that's right. And like we started dating in that setting, and it was like a manager employee relationship. Yeah, he was thing. your boss. Are you your boss? Yep. Oh. Oh. But you're also like, seven see, seven. see, you're bullying me right now. Not seven. You were like <laughs> eighteen. I was gonna. I was seven <laughs> years old. It was. You're at least the age bad. of consent. You're eighteen. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a thing and there's always going to be these people that are just like, hey, and I was like, hey, yeah, I'd love to like, just like do my job and go home. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. And then it just like wasn't an issue, you know, just, just (sighs) don't, don't put up with it. Don't, don't let that toxicity into your life. And if it's there, it's not your fault, but just like squash it. Squash it. Take your beef and take it somewhere else. Pound that beef. Pound that beef out with your partner when you get home. <laughs> Take that beef, squash it up good inside, squash in it, pocket, and whip that bad boy out when you get home. Ooh, woo! All right, I'm gonna move on to our second question. This one's pretty fun. Okay, cool. Uh, one excited. of our patrons sent this to us. Ooh. And all you put here on the note is that their name is Grease Monkey. I don't think that's their <laughs> real name. <laughs>
1: No, they send it in the Discord, and, like, yeah. all of our Discord, all of our names have, like, um, you know, like, hidden, like, we have nicknames on Discord. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And so, well, anywho, I feel like I person. know who they are, but I, I don't know for certain, so, yeah, their name is
0: Grease. Yeah, I don't want to drop someone's name and have it be like, that wasn't me, I didn't ask that. <laughs> uh, so, anywho, until we find out, they're kind of just still anonymous, um. So they said that they saw on a Zookeeper Facebook group, uh, they saw a piece of enrichment that was really cool. It was for chimps. And they were wondering if we could talk about enrichment. Um, So this is a really big topic, and I don't want to, like, have this episode be, like, three hours long. So I figured we could just kind of talk about, like, our highlights and some of our favorite things. And then if people want to hear more about it, then we could go into, like, more of an in-depth episode oh yeah i think like a full length for like days
1: oh yeah i think a full length one would be good but this would be good oh. just to like yeah some highlights
0: i'm gonna dip my toe in the water i want you to dip your toe in the same water let's just mash our toes together okay in the but water we can't together. drink the
1: water after because then our belly's gonna explode and we're gonna <laughs> die like that girl in that book right right, right right
0: right no this is not for drinking it's just for toe soup okay um okay did you see uh, the chimp
1: enrichment that they're referring to because i didn't
0: No, I did not. Um, But honestly, like, all the ape enrichment is really interesting and cool, so. Yeah,
1: but then, like, the second part of their question makes me feel like something
0: happened in the video. It's a... No, it just says they'd love to hear about all the different forms of enrichment and all the times animals outsmarted people by using it in a different way than we imagine and they also made a note um, that they weren't talking about the corn cob versus orangutan incident <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about go listen to the orangutan episode but yeah that made me feel like the chimps did something like funny with the enrichment you see what i'm saying oh yeah yeah i'm sure they but did chimps are insane probably should have watched the video yeah well i don't even know where the video, is. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, video
1: but we didn't so well i literally saw it i saw it posted i know exactly where it is but i'm not going to watch it um, we're going to watch it after this episode
0: and then see if we were right.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if we've covered even enrichment before. Do you want to give a definition or like explain oh, what shit. we're saying?
0: Yeah, Ban off the cuff. Uh, enrichment is any item or activity that we can offer to our animals that elicits uh, natural behavior. That's yeah. kind of the cut and dry. Yeah. Um, Physically and there's mentally There's a lot of things you can add in there yeah exactly uh enrichment is geared toward like physical mental emotional social well-being so any of those things that you can do to stimulate your animal in one way or another um is enrichment and i will say one thing that people even in this industry i come across a lot um people always think that enrichment has to be positive to be enriching and that's not the case um a negative reaction is still a reaction
1: Exactly. Fear so and anything. anger are natural responses, both yeah. human and animal alike, because human. Even like are a
0: disinterest or avoidance or like, yeah, like whatever. But like still changing up their
1: day and giving them a different experience, which at the end of the day is what it's all about. So, this is the thing when people are like, animals are bored in zoos, da, blah, blah, blah. This is like our, the biggest thing that we use to like combat that. Like, not only. Now, our habitat's, like, constantly adapting and changing and offering animals choice alone, but now we're adding things, like, throughout the day.
0: Um yeah.
1: Primates specifically in an AZA-accredited organization are required to get enrichment every day. I, mm-hmm. I think, is it just once or is it twice now?
0: Uh, it's just once a day it's just reco- minimum. Yeah. Um, um, but, but that's required by the USDA,
1: and you have to document it. Yes. But, like, every organization I've ever been to that had primates is giving it to them at least, like, two to three times a day.
0: Um, yeah and i'm not saying going back really quick i'm not saying that enrichment like we give enrichment to like terrify our animals oh what i am saying is that uh enrichment is not only giving them something to do but it's giving them the choice of whether they want to participate with that whatever it is yeah um so even if they decide to like ignore it that's more enriching if they didn't receive anything at all um So it's just a matter of, like, changing up their environment in different ways and giving them new opportunities to express natural behaviors. Yeah. And Um, I think, too, like, if you're thinking about
1: the fact that, like, we're working with the same species who's maybe living, like, 20 to 30 years, mm -hmm. um, we're constantly, like, bringing in new ideas. So there's going to be stuff that they've never seen before that in the beginning might be kind of scary. So those are still, like, natural stuff that we're documenting. It's not like we're doing it on purpose to scare them, but, like, if you Mm -hmm. introduce, like, a brand new giant dog toy to your dog that like Weeble wobbles like the first day he may be like i don't know about this but the second day he's like hell yeah Weeble wobble and it's the same thing (laughs) it's be like wobbling all (laughs) over
0: um yeah and i think uh aza is also making a push here recently toward going toward more uh intentional behavior based enrichment right and that's basically just making sure that the enrichment that we provide to them isn't just whatever we can think of that might be interesting but instead catered toward eliciting their natural behavior. So, right. like, you know, I'm not going to – I can't even think of anything right well, now. Well, like, I'm pigs, like, so they root, slug brain. and they,
1: like, st- like fucking sniff around and, like, root around and try to find stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. hiding their – like, scattering their food in, like, big piles of leaves or big piles of debris so they have to run through and, like, find that stuff. Mm-hmm. Less of, like, putting it in – like, something in a tree and making them climb to get it. Like, (laughs) we're trying to elicit, like, a natural response to behavior, not just make it harder for them to get their stuff. That's Mm -hmm. not the point.
0: Right. And it's also making sure that we cater it to, like, things that would stimulate them normally. So, like, some animals we can do a lot with, like, visual stimulation, like, hanging up, like, Christmas lights or, you know, hanging photos or giving mirrors or, like, whatever. But a lot of animals, like, don't get anything out of that. And so me, like – You know, putting, like, a chew toy in with, like, a bullfrog is probably going to do nothing. So maybe I should make that thing a little bit more catered to something a bullfrog would come across or, like, a problem Mm -hmm. that they might encounter. Um, So it's just a matter of, like, being more intentional with what we give and thinking about what we want to elicit and why we want to elicit that and then kind of thinking backwards and coming up with something to give to them. So there are a number of categories – And, like, different facilities categorize them in different ways, but for the most part, we kind of follow, like, the five senses is, like, a really good one, and then kind of building off of that some other activities. So, like, there's always, like, an olfactory one, which is, like, scent. There's a visual one, pretty self-explanatory. Tactile, um, different types of food would elicit, like, different taste reactions, and then... Uh, like, auditory ones, so auditory stimuli. And on top of that, it's always good for us to change up their environment. So you can offer, um, like, different substrates. You can offer different perching or props. You can give them a new habitat entirely. Like, you can change up the climbers that they have out there. You can put a pool out in their yard. Like, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, All that stuff is environmental enrichment. And um, there's also depending on the animal and the intelligence level and the social level, you might be able to do some extra interesting kind of complex things with that. So um, those aren't cut and dry categories. It's just what a lot of places kind of categorize their stuff into. And then it's just based on the animal you work with. So like, what are some of your favorite things that you give your penguins?
1: Um, penguins, birds are, okay, birds are afraid of everything. Like, if it moves, a bird's like, it's gonna kill me. And the same is for penguins, and what's hard is that you could have one really brave bird, but when one animal spooks, the entire colony spooks, because that's natural. Like, that guy got eaten by a seal, like, I'm out. Mm
0: -hmm. So,
1: like, we will have, like, crazy fun stuff, and then, like, one bird's like, no! And then everyone's (laughs) like, No! Um, the penguins are really visually stimulated by shiny stuff. So we have a lot of like glittery things. Like we take, um, like recycled water bottles and then we'll like fill them. They had camps that like filled them with different kinds of like glitter and water and glued them shut. So they can like boop those around and interact with them, which is kind of fun because it was like repurposing like plastic basically to make enrichment for them. We also have, like, different, like, CD chandeliers. We'll take, like, old CDs and um, string them up, like, maybe, like, on one of ours is on, like, a big hula hoop. And we hang that up. And so, like, when the sun shines and the wind blows, there's, like, light. It's like a (laughs) rave on the penguin habitat. a disco ball, man. And they're, like, freaking out, like, running back and forth. Um, We also do, like, cricket lanterns for them. Like, obviously, they don't eat the crickets, but they love chasing bugs. So, we'll take like a little bottle, like a little plastic bottle, and make holes in it and fill it with crickets. And so, slowly the crickets like find their way out of the hole. And Mm -hmm. then we'll like run around the habitat and the penguins will chase them. Nice. So, yeah, ours are, we're like not limited per se. I mean, we do some stuff in the water as well, like toys and balls and pumpkins for Halloween. And they have like a floating fucking mirror thing. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. But the stuff they Mm -hmm. seem to enjoy the most is like chasing. Because, of course, that's, like, their whole life, right, is, like, chasing shiny fish underwater. So Mm -hmm. um, when they can, like, run and get the zoomies and then, like, go in the water and go crazy, that's when I'm usually, like, okay, that was pretty successful. But we play, like, Mm -hmm. different noises for them and stuff, too. Um, But, yeah, I've never had them, like, do anything I didn't intend it to do because, like, they don't, like, the whole, like, critical thinking, like, isn't entirely there like they're not like having to think
0: outside the box ever as a Mm -hmm. penguin (laughs) yeah yeah that's true um (laughs) pretty cut and dry yeah i know there was that one example of those chimps that their enrichment device was like a upright tube and they put like peanuts or something in the bottom and the researchers had wanted the chimps to like cooperate and use water or like spit into the tube to raise the level of the peanut so they can retrieve it why would they ever Um, do that just to see i mean they're like really intelligent they wanted to see their like critical thinking skills but if you were and... given a
1: tube would you like i'm gonna spit in this until the peanut no no no,
0: no, no. it was like out of their reach they had indirect access
1: oh to okay
0: <laughs> yes like, no we, like... god it's just, that's just... a poorly divine, designed device um but no so they they gave it to them with that intention and i know a lot of the chimps like ended up peeing into it nice. to like raise the level of the peanut because they're like duh And then they got it out and they didn't have to like go to a water source, come back and spit, go to a water source, like all that jazz. They're just like, I'm just going to piss in this tube and get my ding dang peanut. Um, (laughs) Get my my piss peanut that I want real bad. Oh, it's nice and tangy now. It's like a pickle. God, I hate that. yeah, I think, um, I think there's some, like, really interesting things that you could do. And a lot of our enrichment is not only catered to the species, but catered to the individual, too. Like, I know a lot of the animals that I work with are geriatric, so they have a lot of, like, restrictions on – just like physical movement, it's a lot harder for mm. them to figure out the same puzzles that some of the younger ones can. Mm-hmm. So we are able to offer like modified versions of those same activities, but something that's not going to be tough for their fingers to manipulate or like tough on joints, or they're not having to reach super high to get it. That kind of stuff. Um, so that's always really fun too. But I think one of my I... favorite like stories that I ever read. I think it was like the Luby Bat
1: Sanctuary. I think because they, of course, do so much with bats, and I used to work with bats. Yeah. Um, I think it was them or maybe it was just somebody else. But anyways, somewhere there's some bats. They gave them like a big bucket, like hung up a bucket full of finger toy, like finger puppets, finger toys, finger puppets. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (coughs) I just choked. And the bats would like go over to the bucket and just like take out a finger puppet and just carry it around. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Which is like the cutest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. This one's mine and I
0: chose it. This
1: is (laughs) my finger puppet. And I'm going to carry it on my little bat finger. Um, I did see mirrors. Mirrors are always super fun.
0: Yes. Yeah, that like, even if they don't recognize themselves, they're like, oh shit, what is that? Yeah, what I have a thing? bird
1: that like, I put a mirror in like the spot that he always likes to sit. And I don't think he had had one in like a really long time. When I first started. And so he just like saw it. And his eyes got so big. And I put put, like a fucking walnut in front of it. And so he was like. I want the walnut. But he really had to like amp himself up. And he kept like leaning forward towards the nut. And then like jerking back. And like in my head I was just like thinking that he was like, that bird goes for it every time I go for it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, me, bug. I think I that really bird want that wants nut. that nut, but like, I want that nut, but he's going for it same time I go for it.
0: <laughs> I uh, I worked with a geriatric gorilla who loved to look at herself in her mirror, like that was her favorite thing in the world, and she would like vocalize to herself, and anytime she was shifting out on Habitat, she would stop and make sure she looked at herself in the mirror Incredible. for like 30 seconds, and then go out and say, I am that gorilla. In. Yeah, you are. That is you. Um, one of my favorite things that I did when I worked with carnivores was to take like hoofstock or like ungulate urine or feces yeah. and offer it to them. They always loved, loved it. And it. that's that's actually a perfect example of how enrichment can be really amazing and you could use a lot of like natural based stuff to elicit like natural behaviors. But if you were to do the reverse, like yes, that would elicit a reaction, but we that's one of the lines that we pretty much draw in that scenarios we're not gonna offer like lion urine to a giraffe because that would scare the absolute frick out of them so um yeah the i don't think the first intent
1: is ever to like scare the shit out of them but sometimes it happens but that is not the goal i wouldn't say like we ever sit down and i'm like today i'm gonna make them scared
0: yeah (laughs) like no i'm trying to find something that they're gonna think is fun I know I've worked with some monkeys in the past where I, like, blew bubbles for them, and, like, most of them are excited. Oh, my and God. And one of them was just like, oh, my fucking God!
1: Yeah. No!
0: Yeah. And <laughs> you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> are you okay? Um, But, yeah, it just, it depends. It just, there's a lot of different things you can use. Um, what's your favorite overall enrichment anything? This is a very common interview question, too, that I've heard quite a bit.
1: Yeah. um, It's probably on my interview list, isn't it? <laughs> Um, you know,
0: I really like
1: just sound enrichment and like playing different animal vocalizations because that almost always elicits like some type of response. Mm-hmm. Like, whether I'm playing like the same bird back to that bird, or I'm playing like tigers roaring to tigers, or tigers roaring to like not tigers. Um, like I had zebras and I could play like zebra braying, and like the male would like bray and go crazy. Um, which isn't you know always good, but, <laughs> but um, that, <laughs> enriching. those are always, like, a good, and it's, like, such a good, like, fuck, I didn't, like, make anything crazy today, I didn't do anything crazy, but, like, it doesn't always have to be, like, this 40-minute thing that you build and, like, give to them, it can be simple stuff, and even, right like, recording that animal's vocalizations and, like, playing it back to them, or, like, playing music on the radio, and then they're just, like, hearing some jams, like, yeah. I think that's really fun, and it's really... Like you can say like I used sound, but then there's so many different ways that you can like use sound, whether you're playing like con specifics or like predator prey or like whatever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes the simplest stuff is like the best.
1: Yeah, like birds love hearing other birds. Yeah,
0: I love one of it. my favorite things to offer our apes are like um, segments of bamboo where they're oh. like closed on either end. And even if they're not filled, like, even if I haven't trilled holes and, like, shoved seeds or oats or whatever in there, they still will, like, rip them apart. And oh, yeah. it's really fun for them. So, um, sometimes that's just, like, I, the easiest stuff. And they I like when, all that cool like, stuff.
1: orangutans and gorillas, like, wear clothes.
0: Oh, I know. Okay. That's one of my favorite things. And that's <laughs> something that I've heard people, like, be kind of iffy about in the past because they think that we give it to them for them to wear it. But we're actually giving it to them because it's, like, a type of nesting material. Right. So, like, one of their natural behaviors is to build a new nest every night, and they use kind of anything in their vicinity that they can use to, like, make it. And so, uh, in the wild, a lot of times that's, like, branches and grass and, like, you know, leaves and whatever, everything that they can find, and they kind of pack it all down. But in zoos, it's a little bit different. So, we offer them bedding material, like, wood wool, and, like, shavings and hay and Um, blankets and stuff like that, and they can use all of those types of things to build their nest, and it's a really amazing natural behavior, but because they're like social animals, they're just so freaking goofy about it. And yeah. one of my favorite things in the world is seeing like an orangutan wearing a t shirt like upside button down that down. says like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wearing a t shirt that says like I've got a case of the Mondays. I'm like, yes. that's the funniest thing in the world. Or like wearing a big like floppy hat and like a flannel shirt. Like yeah. that's hilarious. And the difference um, is not
1: that like we subjected them to like wearing an
0: outfit. They no. chose to do something. I mean, those
1: animals learn by like mimicry and stuff too. So yeah, not that they're seeing you guys get dressed every day, but they know. I mean, those animals are smart. It's not like there's some animals that see me wearing khaki every day and they think I have khaki-colored skin, right? Like if I change, they don't know who I am. Yes, but I feel like yes. your apes know that like you can change your hair and your like outer appearance, and they would still yes. recognize you. Yeah, so like they totally. know that that is like an outer wear.
0: And for them, too, like, having those types of things, they can use in a nesting fashion, but this is a perfect example of a lot of times they use it in different ways, and they use it to, like, have fun. Yeah. And they'll, like, be goofy, or, like, they might tear it up and, like, have a bunch of shreds of stuff, or they, like, might, I don't know, rip it in half and then, like, make, like, a little hammock or something. Or, like, tie it into a bunch of
1: knots and make, like, fucking nunchucks.
0: (laughs) That, too, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Happens a lot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, they just – they. I mean, they're so goofy. They like to play with it. So, for them, it's fun. Yeah. Um, one of our orangutans likes to put socks on her hands and, like, <laughs> walk around and she'll, like, have socks on her hands. Incredible. It's the cutest thing. And none of us, sh- like, are, like, putting socks on her hands. She does it herself. Um, but I think my, my, like, general favorite enrichment item is brows. I think it's one of those things oh, that yeah. almost every facility has some – whether limited or like a lot of access to. Right. Um and it's something that is a huge natural part of their habitats to begin with. And I think browse is something that like literally every animal on the planet in some form or fashion comes in contact with. Like yes. plant life, right? Yeah. And so every single animal does something with plants. And whether that be that they ignore it completely or they like eat it or they play with it or they make it it around or yeah, or they like put it on their heads and like look all fancy like all those types of things or they use it as like a blind or cover Mm -hmm. like all those types of things are really natural for them and I'm always super interested to see how they use it like. (laughs) No two animals that I work with use their brows in the same way. A lot of them eat it, but some of them might strip it or, or some like of the them might save it. red river hog piglets. I used to give them like massive pieces of brows
1: and they would pick it up and get the fucking zoomies, like tear ass around the habitat <laughs> yes. just smack each other in the face with yes.
0: bamboo. <laughs> it was yes. incredible. Yes, just like wave it around like maniacs. Like, yes. That, all of that is so unique and it's just like, I think... Enrichment is one of the funnest parts of our jobs because it gives us a chance to be creative. But you also, that's one of the quickest, easiest ways to like highlight the personality of your animals like that's the moment where their personality shines is like you give them something and they decide what they're gonna do with it and you get to like see and through those interactions that's where you that's how you like learn about them and you get to know them and you make those yeah exactly so yeah like like exactly like those red river hogs like you see them you might think that maybe they would like sniff it or like maybe eat it or just lay in it or whatever and they instead put it on their faces and ran around like maniacs like That's hilarious. And, like, what a cool, unique thing yeah. that you would never think that they would do. And then, like, the other side, like,
1: I would give my quatamundi, like, a bunch of brows for them to hide in and stuff. And, like, the parents would just, like, they loved scent. So if it was, like, scented, they'd, like, rub all over it. But then the kits would, like, it was, like, a fully enclosed habitat. So there was mesh all around. And they're, like, a climbing mm-hmm. animal. So they would climb onto the top of the mesh and then just let go and fall into the brows. And we're just, like, <laughs> using it as, like a, like, a fucking jumping thing. I don't know. What are those called? What do you jump on? trampoline yeah but like so you don't die like you like land on like a parachute or like a big like the big inflatable thing
0: oh like a bounce house sure okay i don't know i don't know either i think there's like a (laughs) word for it right where
1: you like like when you're going bungee jumping and they put that big inflatable thing under you like so then once you bungee jump and you like disconnect
0: from the bungee you like fall into it Oh, I don't know. That seems like very niche knowledge. Okay.
1: Anyway, (laughs) they did that. They jumped onto that (laughs) thing.
0: Sick, sick, cool. Cool, cool. Um,
1: And I think enrichment, like I said, we can have I mean, we should have a total – huge episode about it. But Mm -hmm. um, if you're ever walking around the zoo, like, like, pay close attention and see if you can, like, spot that stuff in habitats. And if you run into a zookeeper and, like, you want to engage with them because you want to learn more but you don't know what to say, like, ask them, like, what is this animal's favorite enrichment? Or, like, what enrichment do you like to give? Because that's when you're going to hear us, like – go off and, like, be super passionate and be like, well, this animal loves, like, da-da-da-da-da, and, like, this mm-hmm. animal loves da-da-da-da. Kind of yeah. anthropomorphic, but, like, kind of not, because we do know some of their, like, taste preferences. Not that they love it, but they um, seemingly enjoy interacting with it.
0: Yeah, right, but if I say that, I sound like a robot, so, like... <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say, it, say like that I like it,
1: okay? Please don't <laughs> yeah.
0: crucify me, thanks. Yeah, please don't get on my ass. Thank you! Um, But, no, I think I think in Richmond it's really cool to... Um, because it's not just something that we give them. Like, it's it's kind of a natural part of, like, being an animal is, like, yeah. having that novelty in your life. So, in a zoo setting, we introduce that novelty because we control everything else. But in the wild, like, everything that they interact with is in some form or fashion enriching. Oh, yeah. So, and your mixed you know.
1: species habitats or habitats where there's, like, more than yes. one animal. Yes. Every single interaction, every moment of their life is unexpected and different already yeah. so then we're just like adding bonus stuff on top of i that.
0: love those habitats where there's like a tortoise and there's like some sort of like small mammal riding on it yes <laughs> and those mixed species ones i always love seeing that because like you know that that tortoise didn't choose that he's like whatever you know that that keeper did not put that animal like glued <laughs> glue to that tortoise so like you know it's some in some amazing cosmic lining up of things like that that animal is like i'm gonna get on that tortoise i'm gonna <laughs> go I'm ride gonna that sit on it um, but there was, um, there was a young, shit, what are those called? It's like, a. do you remember her from, damn, I almost said the name of the place. Um, she was like a young, crazy bird, and she said her name in that really creepy way. Oh, Belle? She was in education, yes. Do you remember what kind
1: of bird she was? I cannot picture her, um, do you know what color like a, she was?
0: I I think she was blue and yellow, right? Oh, okay, so
1: she was like a blue and gold macaw, probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. Anyways, um, yeah, she was crazy, and she was really young, but she was super smart and, like, really sought out tons of, like, enriching opportunities. So I remember one day we hadn't secured her, like, crate properly, and so while we were out at lunch, she got out and was, like, walking around our office, and we came back, and she had, like, ripped all of the keys off the keyboard and, like, crushed <laughs> them into actual dust, and she had torn up, like, all of our papers, and I think she, like, found my shoes and, like, ripped a big hole in them, um so like that was really fun but i mean she was seeking out opportunities so yeah
1: you know was also a demon
0: like they repeat things that they hear and
1: so she would like say her name because obviously she would hear her name a lot but then if you like weren't in the room and she like kind of didn't know if you were still there or not she would just like quietly go to herself like a demon and like (laughs) none of us had like taught her to talk like a demon so i don't know where (laughs) the fuck that came from
0: no it It came from from hell because she was straight from hell yeah um there's just demons talking to her while we're not there. Uh, so that was horrible, but I don't know. I mean, there are, like, varying intelligence levels and interests, and some animals, you give them, like, everything that you give them, they're like, meh, who cares? Or they, like, can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, not that intelligent. But we still do it. We still give it to them. We still offer them new opportunities, and, for show, you know, sure. all that stuff's super important. And, like, just to jump in on that, too, like, training is part of enrichment.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? As any interaction that we're having we with do. them. We're calling them to come over or like interacting with them yep. on habitat.
0: Yeah. Yep. Totally. Uh and a lot of facilities too have like special enrichment days where they can like pull out all the stops or they'll do like themed enrichment for holidays and stuff like that. So if you live near a zoo or you're like planning to visit a place around like a holiday, check out the local facility and see if they're doing any fun enrichment days. Because a lot of times those are the most fun days out of the year. You get oh, to see yeah. like because then know, the animals freaking... are like
1: going, they're going buck wild, man.
0: Exactly, you get to see like a vulture like eating a pumpkin or something, and like that. Who doesn't want to see that? That's amazing.
1: <laughs> because the pumpkin is filled with dead stuff, not because, because he wants with, the like,
0: pumpkin. No, no, no. He's not eating the pumpkin. He's eating the guts out of the pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actual like um, animal guts. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's exactly what I want to see. That's Halloween to me. Um. But anywho, that was good. Yeah. I think that's... great. I think that's enough. <laughs> I think we're done. I think that's plenty. We're fucking done uh, here. Yeah, we talked about sexiness. We talked about other things. I think we're good. Ha! Huh. Ha! Huh. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for joining us for this Q&D, and thank you to both of our listeners that submitted questions. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thank Those you. Those are both really great topics. If you guys are interested in having a question uh, answered on air, consider dropping us a line, you can either email us at uh keeperchat at gmail.com or you can message us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. if you're on we get them from if you're a patron, yeah, you can send us a Every fucking there. app. And I have to go through
1: and find what app that person was on. Yeah. And then we compile them.
0: I feel so. like in my day-to-day life I'm just I'm sitting trying to be at peace and I'm surrounded by like seven apps at once and they're all pointed at me, <laughs> just firing everything at once pretty much so that's like frantic but if you send us a message we will read we it super yeah we super appreciate it always and we compile all the q and d topics that we receive from all of you in a big old list so we will be tackling yeah those in the future and they're
1: dated i mean there is one from february that we have not answered and so like we'll get there
0: <laughs> yeah some of them do take more research than others and we don't just want to be talking out of our butts yeah as much we still going to talk out of our butts, but not as much. For sure. Um, but anywho, yeah, thank you all for joining us this week. And that's all we got. If you like this and you want to listen to more, check out all of our other episodes. You can listen to us on any podcasting platform. And we are also doing uh, a new thing. What did you call them? Rat raves, right? Rat raves. You know, said in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, we're doing rat raves where if you rate and review us on iTunes, regardless of what the rate or review says, we will donate $5 to conservation for every review that we receive. Um, so it's a really good opportunity where even if you hate us, but you love animals and you want to help protect them, you can donate $5 to conservation, courtesy of us. So check that out. Um, and then if you do – um please just email us and let us know we do get notifications but sometimes they're backlogged so we want to make sure we give you credit in a timely manner is there anything you want to add flora no but i did accidentally delete one of the questions on our, <laughs> our thing and i can't get it back <laughs> oh christ okay um, uh, we're gonna deal with that <laughs> off the air <laughs> it's chaos here you guys things are barely Barely holding together. I got everything I'm like t- that dog together, man. I'm like that dog, that cartoon dog surrounded by fire and he's like, This, this is, is fine. fine. <laughs> Anywho, uh that's it. If you guys like this, great. If you didn't, I don't care. Don't Bye. tell me. I don't wanna hear it. Smell you later.